Minneapolis, Minnesota. Morning, everybody. Really appreciate uh, people who feel like it just in these early moments to leave a message in the chat like many of you are doing. It's one of the little ways that we can in this world of the pandemic, um, we have to be creative in supporting the power of community. And so in just a few seconds, we're going to do the chant that's on page 26, if you'd like to chant along, or you can just listen to the words. This is a chant we do regularly called the Five Subjects for Frequent Recollection, and we've been recollecting impermanence these last few weeks that I've been teaching in September. And so this chant, of course, is very much the Buddha's um, just valuing different ways to live a life that's in alignment with the truth of impermanence, as opposed to living a life distracted or in denial about this very basic truth. And so today, after the guided sit, we'll take some time and really reflect how we can change or tra transform our attitude about this underlying truth of change. The last phrase, we're going to use one Pali word, kama, which is the same as karma, which means intentional actions. Thinking with intention, speaking with an intention, and acting in the world with intention. That's what we mean by karma, action with intention. So when you hear that word, karma or kama, that's what we mean. So let's do this chant, the five subjects for frequent recollection. I am of the nature to age. I have not gone beyond aging. I am of the nature to sicken. I have not gone beyond sickness. I am of the nature to die. I have not gone beyond dying. All that is mine, beloved and pleasing, will become otherwise, will become separated from me. I am the owner of my karma, heir to my karma, born of my karma, related to my karma, abide supported by my karma, whatever karma I shall do, for good or for ill, of that I will be the heir. Thus we should frequently recollect. <clears throat> mm. 
and we'll take a little time just to settle now. Make sure you have a posture that works well for you this morning. And we'll be sitting for about 30 minutes. Eyes can be lightly closed, <clears throat> or you may prefer to practice with your eyes open. So just see what makes sense. And we're learning not to rush immediately into some idea of meditating, being the meditator. But instead, keep it really simple. So these first minutes of a meditation time can feel more like a coming home to our life to the simple reality of the body and the mind, the dance of the body and the dance of the mind, this activity of thinking, oh, it's just thinking being known, the activity or the movement of emotion, the feeling that's moving through the heart now. And of course, all the diversity of sensation we feel in the body, just the ordinariness of pressure and contact and coolness and warmth. So instead of having to deal with our idea of meditation and being a meditator, We're just relaxing and realizing in a very simple and direct way that experience is flowing on. There's mental activity just doing what mental activity does. It moves, thoughts come and go, emotions flow. And there's bodily activity, the movement of sound, the movement of seeing, the movement of touches, sensations, flowing on and on. And as we have this more simple and direct experiencing with our lives, notice that there's no stopping, there's no end point, it just life, experiencing, it just keeps moving on and on and on and on. And this isn't something strange, it's just the way it is, it always has been this way. It's just that now we're choosing to be interested in this ongoingness of sensation, the ongoingness of hearing and seeing and thinking and emoting. And you can, if it's helpful, just have this image and then more importantly, this felt sense of our life as a river 
every single aspect is in motion. That doesn't have to be a problem. And then in this way, our meditation time is really more about a willingness to come into alignment with our life, with the way it is. And in particular, being interested in the flow, the movement itself, the change, changiness of experience itself, more than what's happening, what sensation is being felt, or what thought is being known. Be more interested in the flow, the changingness of thought, of sensation, of sound. And in this very straightforward way, we can say that the simple reality of our experience right now is teaching the heart, teaching the mind how to let go or how to allow, how to live in ways where we're, the heart isn't offering up any resistance, isn't neurotically in need of any solid ground, but instead our heart wisdom, love, can just align with the truth of change and flow and movement. No friction, no resistance, no expectation, not even a need to define things or explain things to ourselves. Instead, we're taking refuge and recognizing the flowing, moving, changing nature of thought, of sensation, of sound, of all experience. We're just being interested and relaxing with what we find, this truth of change. So let's continue now in silence.
So whether you're attending to the breathing in and breathing out or attending to whatever experience is predominant in the moment, train the mind wisdom to be interested in the experience of change, that whatever experience is being known, it's in motion to notice that aspect of the present moment. Things are changing. And in this way, the heart learns how to be in the world of change. It learns how to let go or learns how to allow.
So we're learning how to keep this particular interest. We're contemplating that whatever experience that is being known in the moment, we're training the mind to be interested in its changing nature. So we don't have to do anything, we're just observing experiences as they actually are. Might be a thought that's being known, oh, the mind is thinking. Or it might be sensation being known, hearing or seeing being known. But recognize that the phenomena, the experience is in motion, it's changing. It isn't so much a thing as much as a unfolding or changing process. And that's true whether the experience is a sound being known or a sight being seen or a touch being felt, a thought being thought. Everything is in motion. And the question is, can we train wisdom to be interested in this unfolding nature of experience. It's always been this way, but basically the mind hasn't been interested in this underlying nature of experience, that it's always in motion.
And of course, there will be experiences that appear to be fixed, like we might feel some physical tension, and that tension might have the appearance of being something solid and real and permanent. So then the practice would be to relax and to be sincerely interested, like willing to let this experience of physical tension express its true nature, its underlying nature. Just wanting to see things as they are. And the key is to relax so that whatever experience the mind is aware of, relaxed without any agenda, then that experience reveals itself, reveals its nature. So we're not trying to make things impermanent. We're just trying to see clearly, to open and receive the truth of our thoughts or sensations, sounds and sights, all aspects of experience. So we're not living so much in a deluded or distracted way, but more and more with practice living in alignment with our experience, with reality. So for a few more minutes, relaxing and interested in this underlying nature solidity or movement. Absolutely, everything about us, every aspect of our experience now is seen to be emotion. Even these inner feelings we have about ourselves or about our life, 
They can also be recognized as phenomena in motion, things that come and go. So in a funny way, we're learning as students of the Buddhist teachings. We're learning to let the heart, the mind be changed by learning to come into alignment with the way things are. So in a way, we're practicing non-fear, letting life the underlying reality, the simple truth of things, letting the heart be changed by coming into alignment with things and discovering that it really is all onward leading in the direction of greater compassion and wisdom, greater ease, in a more beautiful engagement with our lives, our communities. All good things flow out of coming into alignment. And I think it's also true that all of the causes for suffering correlate with being human beings, being out of alignment. A lot of toxic thinking, greed, hatred, and delusion naturally arise when the mind imagines it's something that is apart, something fixed, something separate. So in this sense, it isn't our brilliant thinking that changes us or changes the world. What changes our lives and changes the world is this willingness to come into alignment, this willingness to be changed by coming into alignment with the way it is, what's moving, what is the nature of what's already here and now. Take some real trust and a lot of patience. And this fearless willingness to go into the unknown. This talk, like all programs at Common Ground, is offered freely in the spirit of generosity. To learn more about Common Ground and its programs, 
or if you would like to donate, please visit our website, www.commongroundmeditation.org. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.